Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let It Bleed podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your little break from us, but we are back to badger you with nonsense once again. You guys are uh, not free from it for long. So, yeah, here we are. What a delightful bit of alliteration that was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, back to badger you and something with Fs I already forgot, but trust, I liked it. Good thing we're recording. Comes naturally. Comes oh. naturally. Anyways. So do I. <laughs> How has your uh, your little break been, my friends? You know, I've been um, on this uh, progressive, you know, this progressive path to well-being, as we've talked about in the, the past. You know, obviously I haven't drank for quite some time, which has, you know, taken longer than it probably would for most to, to get back to a place uh, or a feeling of like, health and normalcy, I guess, you know, feeling like you're, you're capable of doing what you used to do. Um, but I realized that it wasn't simply that there were definitely more things that I needed to correct that, uh, you know, just happened to come with age. <laughs> you, you, you tell. so, you know, you just getting doctor fingers in your booty or what? one of the downfalls, I guess, I don't, I wouldn't call it a downfall, but one of the things that you can miss while you are, you know, constantly seeking out new things to stimulate your mind and keeping yourself mentally young. Uh, you forget that you need to take care of your physical body because you still are aging. You are still getting older and your body still needs more maintenance than it did before. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, sitting around and uh, even if you're, you're doing things that are positive for your mind, like, you know, Muse, making music or doing art, researching positive and uh, very interesting things, you're sitting down and you're probably, if you were like me, uh, getting high and eating really bad food. So one of the things that I had to do was uh, really just kind of make the same sort of just abrupt commitment to uh, or abrupt stop to eating the way that I was just like you know, this, the kind of like anxious eating when you're just sitting there and you're, you know, when you're working on a piece or you're, you're doing work from home, you just kind of like get snack, you know, and you look over and the whole, you know, sleeve of cookies is gone. Yeah. All of that, you know? And, um, I I felt, I realized that, you know, I really needed to make a change. And so I've started to, I've gone, I've gone shopping and I've cut out a lot of different things and I've been really good intermittent fasting uh, body is going through changes. It's really weird how, you know, you're just obviously it affects your mood. Um, and it was, it was actually, uh, I think one of the things that really like make it, made it uh, click for me was watching this video of this guy who was talking about parasites and he was going off about, he was talking about mental parasites, but he was comparing it to like uh you know, what goes on in your body. And I was like, you know what, damn, if this guy's fucking a little bit out there and crazy as shit for what his overall message is trying to say, but this one part of what he was saying stuck with me. It was like, yeah, that's, that's fucking true. These 
parasites that are in your body, in your, in your gut feed off of toxic things. And, you know, a lot of the times it's not you that's hungry. It's those things because they're eating what you're putting into your body and they make you want more. Yeah. And they, that's that craving. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're the reason why you're always hungry is because you've stretched out your, you know, uh, your large intestine by just eating so much. And so this has gone on for a very, very long time and it's going to take quite some time to correct. And I am, I've just decided that I'm going to do it. So that is what my, is what my focus has been on. Aside from stretch out your large intestine from overeating, <laughs> like this is like, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a trip. Oh, that's why. Yeah. And that makes you hungry all the time. Well, that's part of it. You know? So like if you, you, when you stretch out your large intestine, that's where you can actually get like real issues because then you can, uh, you know, destroy your, uh, the stomach lining and then you can get things called like leaky gut which is where food actually leaks leaks out of your stomach into your bloodstream uh which yeah which will create autoimmune diseases and you don't want that especially in today's time and it you know it's autoimmune autoimmune diseases are those things that you a lot more people probably have them than they realize because they take a long time to diagnose, you know, I, and especially with the way our healthcare system is, this is, a, this is another thing that really, I also want to talk later about a story that a friend brought up to me, but I don't want to get off topic from this right now. And, and that is that, you know, I'm sure. We'll yeah, to it, yeah. The healthcare system is just obviously like the doctors don't, really care as much, especially when they're seeing so many patients throughout the day. One of the things that I have a a problem with, with a lot of the doctors, uh, is that they don't really focus on teaching you how to get better. They kind of just give you a very, very basic, it's, it's almost, it almost seems like they want you to keep coming back there or they want you to spend more money and they just don't care. It's, it's a part of that is a, a, well, you know, absolutely. Yeah. That, uh, that is the case in some things, but it's also largely systemic in that they oftentimes don't want to open themselves up to any kind of liability right? and kind of go outside the very limited scope of what somebody came in there. And for. that, and yeah. that just perpetuates the problem. Yes. That very much ties into what I'm also going to get to a little bit later, but so, you know, I I've gone to the doctor several times for my issues with my stomach and, uh, they told me like, you know, the very run of the mill, basic shit that doesn't help. They try to get me on uh, a meprazole, which is basically uh prilosec, the, like the stomach thing that I don't, you know, that's, I don't want to be on that, that shit just to kind of treat the symptom. I want to go ahead and correct this if I can. Um, and yeah. when I had asked them too, like, is there a way to test for ulcers, uh, to see if I have had them? And they were like, the guy, like I could tell he was full, full of shit. And my friend even told me, she's like, yeah, that's not true. They definitely can. But uh, they didn't like tell he had a, lar- a stretched out large intestine. Didn't, he didn't tell me that. Well, I've I've been told that I have uh, what's it called um, gastritis, which is where uh, like your so mm-hmm. like your intestines will like kind of store up in whatever. Sorry for everybody listening. This might be TMI, but it is what it is. You guys might be dealing with the same shit. Uh, you know, it's it, food. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so you, it, it like stores up and kind of like gets put in a halt in your, uh, small intestine and then kind of will like 
like sporadically just like shoot down from one to another like it'll just go really fast and it'll it just irritates your your intestines and it gives you your body is uh like our bodies as adults don't produce enough acid for our stomach so like the reason why you get acid reflux is not because you have too much acid in your stomach or you're eating too much acidic things it's that your body is overproducing acid at at once because it's trying to overcompensate for the amount of food that it's trying to break down and it doesn't have the natural acid in it to break it down uh as regularly as it should and so you know it creates my mind is god damn you're teaching me shit <laughs> well this is see, sorry continue this, these are, i've been binge watching house and i haven't learned this well, much so. these are things that i actually had to go on my own and research and that was a whole fucking thing because i've talked about this before where you where when you're researching like diets and you know the science of diets is, is definitely like there's so many different opinions from different scientists and doctors about this because everybody's a little bit different and there are definitely different body types and there are definitely different diets that affect you uh, in different ways. And a lot of it also comes down to how well you absorb food because not everybody, in fact, a lot of people do not absorb, they have malabsorption. So you might be eating all the right things. And this is what I'm recognizing right now, where I'm definitely putting all the right things into my body and completely leaving all the bad stuff out. But I could still sense that my body is not even absorbing the nutrients from these. It's kind of just like pushing it through and it's not really getting everything that it needs from them. And this is this has to do with what's going on in the gut. And so the issues need to be corrected there. You need to fight the candida, which is the bad bacteria in your gut by uh, adding um, you know, pot, good bacteria, which is probiotics and such into your gut so that they can balance it out as well as, um, you know, you need to make sure that your colon is healthy, that your colon is uh, really breaking down the foods and, and moving things through. Um, a lot of different stuff that you have to do to make sure that you are getting what you need from, from your food. And so I'm in the process right now of working that out again, because I've done it a couple times over the years, but I, I plan to not bounce back. You know, that's one of the hardest things from from these diets like a lot mm -hmm. of people that go on the keto diet a lot of people that go on other diets like they they get into it and they do so well but then once you bounce back it is just terrible what it, what your body goes through and you know how much harder it is to come to to get back into the swing of things from it it really can mess you up you know uh fuck up your head for a couple of days just make you feel super fatigued depressed even just uh it, it's makes you feel cloudy. You're just kind of, you're not really in the best spot. So doing all of that research and, and seeing all of the differences of opinions and everything, um, really, because everybody's trying to sell you something different. You kind of just really have to go through a lot of information and pull what the common uh, things that they're saying are out and, and really just go from there and, and test it out yourself because you have to see what works for you. And, uh, you know, I'm, that's what I'm doing right now. And that, yeah, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, this shit is very, very interesting, at least to me, like that's fucking dope. So yeah, no, keep me posted because yeah, that, that is a good point that you touch on there that like, because all of our health is different and like, yeah, there are so many one size fits all fucking, you know, just concepts and ideas out there. And there is a lot of like trial and error. So yeah, no, that is 
fuck. That was just really fascinating. I learned a bunch of shit right there. Oh, yeah, man. I could I could always forward you when it gets to the point. Maybe it hasn't affected you just yet. But I mean, if you keep keep at it with those hurricanes soon enough, soon <laughs> enough, I'll be forwarding you yes, no. these emails that I get at like three in the morning from some fucking lady that's like should you be eating kale and this like it's just always like some weird oh, oh. It's, it's i don't know if you've ever seen that, portlandia but there yes. is the episode where uh, steve buscemi's in it and he is i think he's for like broccoli like they have these different like agencies that are like focused on promoting or advertising for a specific food and so like bacon's yep. like super i don't know if you remember that one but that's it's I, th- I think i do i think i have seen that one though it has been years so it's really funny because going. yeah so anyway to anybody listening they like have different like people that are kind of uh trying to compete with each other for which food is like the popular food and obviously bacon's like the one that's so hot but steve buscemi is trying to make broccoli like the thing and uh i i, I mean it really kind of is it does seem like it's like that in the health world, at least, because you always have these people that will come out and they will like tell you, oh, well, we all thought that kale was good for you, but actually it's bad for you and you should be eating this instead. Or almond oh, milk dude, is the- just yeah. <laughs> looking through just the history of like food science, especially in this country and how much of it has just been nothing but fucking propaganda and consultancies and agencies fucking selling us on stuff. It's the reason we think fucking bacon and eggs is like a morning food and shit like that. Uh, why we were told for so long, like our entire formative years that milk was like, you just drink milk. Or bread. Like that was every other commercial and bread. Yeah. Bread too. And then turns out, Oh, that's uh, not really good. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, we have gigantic, like all these, I mean, just following the money right back to it is just like, Ah, okay. I guess I don't know what to fucking believe anymore because our textbooks were filled with fucking, it was just a giant commercial. Yeah. Like everything, man. Yep. It's it's constantly changing. It's just, it's, it's a trip. That, that too, we are learning shit and adapting shit and adding, like adding stuff into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say adding shit, I do mean literally like, like fecal transplants was like one of the most like significant like medical breakthroughs the last 20 years. What do you mean? What's a, what's a fecal transplant? That's exactly what it sounds like, my friend. <laughs> somebody picks somebody else's poop and they put it in your butt. Um, they put it in your butt. No, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. That is a real procedure. Everybody reacts like that. Um, but fuck, what is the... Um, oh, what is it for? Damn it, I wasn't ready to talk about this. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it... There's like a wide range of issues that we kind of discovered that just taking like a healthy person's shit and putting it in an unhealthy person's colon is like a fucking remarkably strong like therapy for fucking a range of things. Welcome to Let It Bleed, everybody. This is the bleeding rectum episode. Oh, God. This is way too literal. Oh, man. So that's so weird because I was actually watching... uh, Damn it, we we almost made it 15 minutes without <laughs> going this far down the well. Well, hey, it, ah. I mean, this this is probably actually more informative than than what we would regularly talk about, or what we would probably talk about in uh, you know the what I would go off of usually. So I'm actually kind of proud of myself that we're talking about something like this. <laughs> you know, there's um like this the coffee enema. Have you heard of a coffee enema? No. 
Yes, I have. Okay. Sorry, you you cut me when I mute the mic to make a show note. Uh, uh, I was in the middle of writing fecal transplant, and then you asked me a question. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to get off it and come over. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Yeah, so no. Uh, Continue. Uh, I, I just learned that this was a thing the other day because I started taking these uh, putica, putica or putica uh, seeds. They're like these uh, supplements that are from a, a certain plant that help uh, you take them on an empty stomach, like in the morning while you're intermittent fasting for like a few hours, you take a couple at a time while you drink a bunch of water. And what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to go and uh, kill like the parasites that are wreaking havoc in your gut. So like the the worms or whatever that, that go around, the rope worms are what they're called. And so they're supposed to mm-hmm. kill those and you're supposed to push them through. But they recommend because, you know, you can kill them, but they need to still be pushed out. Otherwise the symptoms that you're suffering from will worsen if they kind of just linger and remain in there. So if you aren't, your bowels aren't like, you know, regularly moving and you're not pushing these things through, uh, it's, it's just literally a house episode. Yeah. So it's actually detrimental. So they recommended a coffee enema and I was like a coffee enema. I know what an enema is. I know what coffee is. Is that really, do you really put, Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. You really put coffee into your butt and you, let it go. It's supposed to detoxify and clear out your liver and kidneys and just kind of push things through. And the best yeah. part of waking up. Yeah. Well, there, there was, it was funny because I was watching it on a, on a, like a YouTube video and there was this total like Martha Stewart like chick. I mean, a much younger, but like totally like just very positive, uplifting video, just like informative. Like she's going through the whole steps of how to prepare like the coffee part of it. And then it takes, I know I can hear the background, the overly cheery background music. <laughs> if somebody is watching this on their phone going, fuck, is there like, pot brews in their like dark apartment they're like oh god this is gonna suck yeah no it was oh. funny it was so funny because then she's like now we're gonna go to the bathroom and then like she's in the bathroom she's like, obviously i'm not gonna take down my pants here but then like she gets down and shows you what they do and i'm like that's still awkward it's still so so fucking awkward deborah yeah. oh my goodness yeah it, oh man i i'm you know, I wanted to do it, but then I looked online to see like how much a hose or whatever for the enema costs. And it's like 40 bucks. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll just uh, drink some really strong what? tea or something. Yeah. You know, that's how they get you. Yeah. Big enema. They've got their fucking greasy mitts all over this shit. And this is not okay. This is the fight that I came to have today. Big enema. Those goddamn butt hoses are too much Big how are people supposed to report? we're on to you i mean you work full time it's we're in a deep like economic depression right now how are we supposed to get by with that with 40 dollar butt hoses right i i don't know i'm on to you big enema i see your i see your game and i'm not fucking playing into it all right fuck you a big enema jeez that's like- butt hoses should be provided for free to everyone if in the country bernie was still be right. if bernie was still in here he would have happened he was like for too long, the buttholes. This should not just be for the one percent. For too long, the one percent have been hoarding all the buttholes. We need to give. <laughs> in my, if I am president, I will give everybody a butthose, a free butthose. That's what would happen. But nope, they fucked up, and now we're left with two fucking idiots to choose between. It's um, yeah. Anyways, not who, trying to go there. <laughs> who are ironically probably very familiar with buttholes? The both of them. <laughs> How many colonoscopies oh, do you man. think both of them had together? Like at the same time in the same room. <laughs> I'm just saying throughout their lifetime. At least two. Throughout their lifetime. That I know of. At least two. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, uh, I, I've got a feeling. Um, I've got a feeling maybe Biden's had three and Trump has definitely had zero. <laughs> he's That's why he's so fucking stupid. He's just got everything backed up into there. I don't know what Biden's reason that, is for being stupid, but it's just he's that just there. <laughs> and his like the the left hemisphere of his brain appears to have just put turn the lights out and not come back on. So <laughs> there is that going on. Yeah, I don't know if you saw his. Did you see his speech this? I, I hate to get to this too early because I was complaining that people were talking about this too much. But just really quickly, there, he was giving a speech and then he couldn't lift a glass of water up to his arm uh, or up to his mouth to like drink it, and he had to use his other arm to like brace it pull it up what and then he was just walking real weird and had to be like walked like escorted down the stairs very slowly biden or trump trump today no this was like three four days ago no i did not know that yeah yeah uh lots indications of some uh fairly significant uh stroking going on Hmm. so I don't know. There is that. That's like that's like the C plot in the background. I don't really not have just any stroking his own ego. Huh? doing right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I I'm still constantly amazed. I mean, like these guys are not. I'm still constantly amazed that they are able to be doing what they're doing at that age. Like, I would feel like if I was, you know, doing a good job. At my age, I would probably be having a heart attack with all the stress. Yet alone, these guys just constantly getting like yeah. shit on because they deserve it. But you know, at the age, like constantly having to deflect and be in the know and sign everything. Like, I mean, how much of what? Well, that's that's what's pretty incredible. Watching how you, you'd think, right? And then watching how many of them literally don't even put in the same amount of time that. Uh, you know, the casual observers uh, like us do. Right. That's like, it's insane to me. Not all of them, obviously, but when I see just such a astounding uh, display of ignorance, which doesn't serve to benefit them, just like, oh shit, you really just don't read, it's, do you? That's crazy. It's, scary. it's equally terrifying as it is also kind of hilarious that uh, Trump, you know, it was like as if he had read about that own conspiracy theory thing, like for the first time, even though all of these conspiracy theorists are uh, theories, uh, theorists believe that like he is well aware of what he's doing to drain the swamp and save the country. It is, it's mind boggling what these people actually are convincing themselves about the president based on his just rambles and his uh, incoherent speeches that don't make any sense. They're trying to really make something out of it that it's not, but it's almost like as if he read one of these conspiracy theories about like himself. Oh, and then he was he, just like, oh, say going on. Oh yeah. Like talking about the old guy that got shoved by the police, the old uh, pro- peaceful protester that got uh, head trauma and was bleeding from his head, tried to repeat and regurgitate that he was an Antifa agent signaling for for a signal and it was all staged like this is the level that, that it's gone to <laughs> absolutely terrifying is that he believes all of that stuff that he reads even the stuff that he's in a position to know that isn't true like like i don't know it's yeah 
it is scary because like, like he should because like he, he should talk know about this stuff, stuff in private not just like strategically you know writing something out or something like that yeah and you know doing winks and nods to it like they do all the time right like i know and i'm with you guys entire... <laughs> yeah exactly it's it is yeah it's bad and right now i think he's the, he's increasingly seeing his his way out is to just stoke the uh you know stoke the violence that's you know inherent in so many of these groups oh absolutely and, uh, he's definitely inside yeah. and that's why i'm like just so appalled at the amount of people because i know that a lot of people have said that it seems like his rate uh his uh approval ratings are going down but it just doesn't seem like that in any which way it seems like you know everybody that is for him and has been for him is just even more for him and it seems like a lot of people that kind of weren't really on any side you know a lot of i've noticed a lot of spiritual people i, I i'm right i'm you know using my quotation fingers right mm -hmm. now spiritual people in these groups that are talking about some wild stuff and these are guys, like i'm just like how are you guys what world are you living in like what are you thinking right now by suggest like they really believe that he is like saving the world like they're they're gonna he's gonna save us all from the evil deep state democrat satanist satan worshiper pedophiles that are and hollywood elite that are doing this and they believe he's the one that's going to drain the swamp and i'm telling you they like literally piece together bits and pieces of his, of his speeches oh. that do not mean what they say, but they take it as that. And it's like, here is this guy that doesn't really know, but he's going, of course, he's going to wink and nod and be like, oh yeah, of course I knew that. That's what I'm doing. My question to them is like, do you really think this? And why hasn't he done it already? If he really knows about this swamp of, of pedophiles that are attached to Hollywood, you better believe for one that he is part of it. He is way closer to Jeffrey, was way closer to Jeffrey Epstein than half of these people that they're talking about, as well as why isn't he doing anything about it then, if he knows? Why? And, yeah, anecdotally, um, I mean, I have been seeing, like, yeah, like what you're saying, like uh, people are saying, the, like his polls are going down as you're going through and, and polling everybody and stuff like that. Like that's happening. And anecdotally, we've seen some people start to like, really start to let it sink in that, they have been completely fucking fleeced by a bunch of online trolls. Like I've seen that in a couple different spaces and there's a lot of people that are straight up like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. If this is a lot of people cause I don't have like a sample size and obviously there's no way to like, you know, get it together, but more so than any other time that I'd seen, like it looked like it was starting to crack a little bit. Now, of course, maybe I just happened to see, one or two uh, heartwarming stories like that um but it i don't know it really did feel like something i just don't know what to take I, it. and of course sure. all this is what are you saying what are you saying to have oh no no in that just like i think that there might be there like there is starting to be a crack in the like iron hold that you know the QAnon stuff like was having on people well there is that, that there like definitely is that because uh within these groups that were going around sprouting all this uh q, q, q stuff 
they now like the the leader of this Facebook group that I don't even know how I got into this group. I definitely did not seek them out. Somebody must have added me to this thing, but I and I don't know why I haven't deleted it. I guess out of curiosity, I just want to like continue to see how much the narrative changes or progresses as they go along because it seems to have, but they were definitely all spreading that shit. And now like I, the one long post that the, the founder of this group said like that she was recently realizing that Q- QAnon is uh, like not to be trusted. And then a lot of people were commenting saying like, yeah, it seems like they've been uh, compromised, blah, blah, blah. People have been getting in there. And it's like, no, no, no. They were never real. They were always fake. It was always designed to throw you off. But not only that, like I'm thinking, great, this group is going to finally wise up. These people are, are learning their lesson. But then she goes on to say, I still even stronger than before support Trump and realize what he's doing for. I'm like, oh, my God. What is yeah. like, it's a weird, they're a weird blend of like, it, it's almost like there are people that would be, would have been Christians before, but now we live in an age where it's really hard to be a Christian and refute scientist science and stuff, you know, like in, in a lot of arguments, it's, it's really hard to use your religious argument. So instead it's pseudoscience and spirituality and conspiracies. It's kind of like a new form of mythology that goes into it. And I, we all know that I, definitely believe that a lot is a very sorry that, that's that's a very good observation actually well yeah. you know how much i pay attention um, to this I, stuff because i very much yeah oh definitely i very much in, i don't think i made that that connection uh quite yet but yeah no they serve the exact same function it really is in, in modern times you know it, it's certainly that like okay they the youth can't really rely on the older generation's blind faith to make compelling arguments with people. So instead, it's a whole new level of mythology and mystery. And it's enough to get other people to agree with it by, you know, appealing to their gut feelings and their emotions. And I definitely think, and I do this for myself, you know, I I know that there is something greater, something beyond not saying, you know, anything about any specific ideology or theology. I'm no theologian, at all. But I, I definitely know just from my psychedelic experiences that there are things that are going on that we don't fucking know uh, about and we probably won't know. But I also know that no matter how much or how many fucking conspiracy theories uh, I invest my time into or how many rabbit holes I go down, I'm not going to get to the bottom of it. I'm just going to continue to go down these holes and get lost into it. There is no bottom. Yeah, you're just going to get lost in this dark abyss of of roundabouts down there. And it's all fear-based. It's all fear-mongering. And I I, I just couldn't believe how much blatant... like fear-mongering and propaganda people are buying into especially in the case with uh with what is going on recently in seattle with chaz you know like obviously we have friends that have gone and we have plenty of accounts personal accounts from people that say it is absolutely not what it is on fox news or any of the other media outlets and we have evidence that fox news has deliberately made this thing something that it's not by really shittily uh editing these photos of this place and making it look like something that it's not. And then a friend goes to share some, go ahead. Yeah, no, like you are, you are touching on something that is just, I'm just fucking itching to fucking scream about because yeah, no, like everything, everything is based around these conspiracies. Like that is like 
more and more it's really starting to come into like such stark clarity that like our whole entire like everywhere not just here but like everywhere like our existence is predicated on a giant conspiracy that like they're you know we are always like humanity is inherently like vicious and brutal and we are always you know two steps away um at any point from uh just complete uh anarchy and 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 you know being overrun by the the savages and some shit like that like that is just so baked into the dna of this country and how it was done Mm -hmm. and it's something that like when people oftentimes it's it's the structural part of the racism that came before the cultural part these are all like ad hoc after the fact realizations and that tradition absolutely continues with how they're trying to discredit like uh you know the capitol hill autonomous zone and i mean it is full of you know white supremacists as well as police trying to get in there and fucking start some shit right give any kind of pretext to um you know shutting the whole thing down because and then you start to realize oh fuck yeah i mean i think this is the awakening that a lot of folks are having and even i when i thought i was there like you know these past few weeks i mean realize oh shit no there was so much more to learn and every new fact you turn over just brings with it a fresh new horror and you realize oh fuck my whole life has kind of been a gigantic uh gigantic lie about all that because we've seen fucking story after story after story after story yeah of people not of the police or agitators are going around trying to infiltrate shit and uh do like a uh it, false flag attacks they're doing all these things that these conspiracy theories and they're seeing this it's, so hard. it's being proven to them and, and they're like they're overlooking it they're over we're catching them every time yes and, yeah. and it's and they're overlooking it and they will still continue to try to put it on the deep state on and anybody who they disagree with or that they don't like or that prove what we're seeing is that they're they're just they're all of their ideologies are being you know smashed right now naturally by just what's going on in the world and so they don't know how to cope with it so it's literally grasping for straws and trying to make any other form of argument that they can to avoid it and especially with the idea that you're probably Mm -hmm. racist like you know even myself going back and watching things that i was reluctant to watch just because i didn't feel comfortable really making it about race or focusing on race or whatever you know like it's like holy shit these guys were really just laying all of this stuff out like i started watching dear white people and oh my god that show have you seen it uh i've seen the movie but i haven't seen the show okay i haven't seen the movie but the show it was like holy shit everything in there and it's all 100% about race the whole show is about race and it's going to make you feel uncomfortable probably but it should because all of what it says in there is so relevant to what is going on even right now and it's it's almost like as if it predicted what was going to happen right now and I've, of course anybody who's listening on the conspiratorial side well that's because it was and they're gonna go ahead to say the deep state cia yeah exactly so you know the same for you yeah and and you know like today this guy uh, who I 
always see he's the epitome. I call him the Dale Gribble. He is the epitome of that like mm-hmm. white guy that just lurks waiting for a comment to come up of uh, contention for him from this other friend of mine who really like the, fr- the one friend of mine really just posts ignorant ass shit like all the time just the most ignorant false equivocal like uh uh, memes and and just right-wing propaganda bullshit and then somebody will come on and be like yo this is stupid and then this other dude lurks in there and he's just like well did you know about this Blah, blah 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 this like all of these crazy conspiracies and then so somebody was breaking it down to him why there actually is systemic racism and he was just like, sorry, I'm saying this honestly and sincerely, but you have just been you've been brainwashed uh, into uh, this communist thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. let's break this fucking down. Communist Russia didn't even form until the 20th century. Slavery and white supremacy has been going on in this country for over like 300, 400 right. years. Yeah. You know, it, it's been way longer. You are not going to tell anybody that the deep state, no matter what the Russians or the fucking Chinese have been over here implementing all of these racist acts that have happened, you know, and, and, and a lot of those people are the ones that will say, well, actually, the history that you've learned in, in school was wrong. Yeah. You know what? You know what I learned very recently from watching Watchmen and a lot of people barely learned from me posting about it? The Tulsa Massacre. They learned what really happened with that. Or what about that Seneca village, the village of, uh, you know, in, in New York that had uh, that was thriving with black people, very wealthy community uh, of black people yeah. that was demolished to create Central Park. You know, these things that nobody really fucking knew. White historians just did a really good job of uh, making that not a thing for us to learn about. And, you know, you're going to tell me that they couldn't pull their boot that that all they have to do is pull their boots up, you know, by the straps and get to work and make something of themselves. No, they did. And you fucking took it away from them and you killed them and you continue to make it difficult for them at every turn. And there are so many things in that documentary, the 13th. Did you watch that one on Netflix? Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, dude, watch that one. It's so like, it's one of those ones that just slaps you in the face because it's like, damn, like you, you're watching it. You're like, yeah, I knew this, but like, no, I didn't really know this. It really makes you, holy shit. This is like, this is, these are cold, hard facts about what has gone on. Um, and you know, they, they, yeah. they even show- I mean, this is, that's what I'm glad is it like, cause I've been, I've been on this, like going, looking into, uh, you know, the idea of prison abolition and shit like that. Like, I think that really caught my attention a little over a year ago. And I remember looking into it for a lot, for a while, and then I was like, "Fuck, that's crazy! Damn, that could work." And then there was kind of this this one of the themes that's been coming up this past couple of weeks for me, going through some stuff, is a like just such a lack of imagination on my part, and like not really envisioning like what was possible and like what could happen. And I mean, reading up on this stuff and 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 studying these things, I mean it seemed so impossible and in the past few weeks i mean i have seen fucking magic happen man it's 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 crazy what can get done and i think that you know that topic is the next one to come after uh you know we really finish bringing way more people into the fold coming around to the idea of defunding the police and completely 
doing away with that system because yeah, no, it's, it's there. We have this illusion in our head that there is uh, a justice system, you know, it just, it's straight up doesn't yeah. work. Well, you know, the, like, the best arguments is like, well, what do you like? Some people make the, try to make the joke that like, all right. So when your house gets broken into, or you like, you know, your bikes or car getting stolen, like, what are you going to go do? Call the social worker. I'm like, you know what, if you call the cop, it ain't going to do you any good either. They will almost always show up. I can tell you've never had some shit stolen before. <laughs> yeah, because, they, yeah. They don't that, give a fuck. <laughs> they don't do that. Either. Yeah. They'll show up like, way later. And, and you know, you ain't getting that shit back. It's just like, you're, you're fucked. It's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I hit back on, on something you were saying before about the conspiracies, but I have been kind of on a tear this week because I am a fish, like really, really out of patience for people doing ignorant shit. And I think like the absolute bare minimum any of us uh, can do to also kind of be some of the change that is driving uh, the protests going on right now is actually have way more uncomfortable conversations and be calling people out for their shit. Right. And when someone's got a real bad take, you know, um, I, uh, there was, uh, one of our friends put up a take. It wasn't like, it wasn't like real bad, you know, but, um, I am, you know, I'm kind of done with this idea. Like there's so much, sanitizing of history there's so much like glossing over uh you know real structural problems and things like that um and so much more focus put on rhetoric than action and more and more uh, it's it's been painfully obvious like that it's not just not helpful but actually pretty harmful when you can pacify people with like these meaningless concessions that don't actually do anything to, um, what are you talking about? Give me know, an example. Here. The, problem. the thing I'm talking, okay. Let maybe, uh, maybe let me take it a step back and say like the concept that kind of set me off was that like this idea of, they're like, why can't we just like everybody love everybody? You know, well, can't we all just get it's a difference of opinion and, and, and shit like that, you know, mm -hmm. like just, you know, just be cool with them. If you got your cop friend, like be nice to them and, and understand that, you know, I don't care what side you're on. And like in the, in the post, it said, you know, black or white. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my God. So it's, it's this idea of like inherent, like moral neutrality or something like that like all these I, these these things are equally valid and um yeah i have just been like that in itself what that mostly does is give a lot of white people fucking the excuse to be like nope this is how i feel i'm good on that and i'm being good because i want everybody to like each other and then they can keep on going about their life, you know, yeah. like there was, I mean, it was just so trendy for, you know, a good three weeks ago and stuff like that. And I mean, it's, it's been uh, amazing to see how many, I mean, I saw somebody that was just going around collecting screenshots of like people's Instagram, uh, you know, uh, profiles, and then just seeing the one black square 
mm-hmm. for uh, you know for that one day a few weeks ago, and then right after that, just went back right back to just doing nothing but regular shit. Right, and it's like you know that's it's just not helping. Yeah, and I've I've like I really come out to okay, it is time to fucking shake some shit up because we are. I mean, this is something like the most real shit that we have seen, like direct action work in our lifetime. Like there has been some fucking wild shit, man. Like I saw the, uh, the cops were making some bullshit arrest on this chick in, I want to say Seattle and, uh, people surround, (laughs) I saw people, uh, surround the cop car and fucking just start chanting like let her go let her go and there was like 600 people like around the cop car like as far as the video could see mm-hmm. and then the cops just said all right yeah fuck it like <laughs> cool yeah and they let her go and then everybody fucking cheered and then and then they all backed up and the cops drove away i'm like that was that was wild like i never ever in my life thought i would see some shit like that yeah and i mean like that was it, it's really like I'm seeing a lot of people kind of wake up to how much of society at large is imaginary. You know, yeah. a few months ago it was it was money and the coronavirus kind of gave way to, you know, productivity and work and, and the way that these things are all set up. Basically all the inherent structures of capitalism being complete bullshit. And now a lot of, uh, you know, white people and people just who weren't living that experience of being uh you know over policed and 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 not living in a world where there was you know any kind of justice like that is happening now too and all of these illusions are starting to shatter and i am seeing people i mean get i i hate that this word has gotten so it's picked up such a connotation um and this is by design, but but radicalized, right. you know, going from one point of like it, it, people going. It's just okay. Like I, I think, I think maybe maybe I'll uh, vote for uh, Elizabeth Warren or some shit like that. To going, no, we need to abolish the police like now. <laughs> like it's a trip to see this stuff, and it's not. The shit isn't like. I don't know. It doesn't sound to me that radical. And the more, the more exactly. I look at the shit, the more I'm, like, I'm this is necessary. Yeah. Absolutely necessary. Yeah. There's no way to get through it. And seeing like the, the fucking tenacity of the people that are out there yeah. um, every day still, like it's not being covered on the, covered in the media. Like until, until some shit got burned down until they burned down a Wendy's. That was the one day everybody decided we're going to cover it again, which God, to me that day, I was like, should, should they be burning shit down and writing? Because that's the only thing that gets anybody's attention. And it was, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it is still wild to me. Um, it's definitely, there is, oh, go ahead. Well, you know, I wanted, before we get way too off topic too, uh, go back kind of to what you were saying about how it's been frustrating to you and how uh, just completely over you are people trying to make it, you know, trying to kind of alleviate the tensions and, and make it uh, neutral. 
by, you know, saying, oh, you know, like all of our opinions uh, are matters. Let's just get along sort of thing. It kind of goes into this this thing that I read because we know, too, like I I by my nature am very diplomatic and try to usually make people, you know, at least understand or see where other people are coming from. And I try to resolve issues that and not, you know, make it an, an aggressive thing. But right now, uh, one of the things that I, I saw that was very important was from a like a spiritual guru type, you know, healer lady that she wrote out uh, on her Instagram was you can't really call yourself a spiritual person and say all of this stuff without doing the shadow work that is necessary for a healer or a spiritual person. You know, you can't just hide behind this false persona of love and light without doing any of the work that is necessary because you're not healing right now. You're just being neutral. But now along with that, because I completely agree with that. And, um, you know, I, I know that there's like a spectrum of people out there in terms of, you know, how racist they are. Uh, and there are definitely people that are beyond repair and hopeless. The more you try to talk to them about it, the more they're just going to surprise you and appall you with what the fuck they say that is just blatantly like it's just it's just bad. Mm-hmm. So I understand when people uh, want to cancel those people and just say, fuck you, like you're not going to get through to them. Um, but it it is very interesting. On one hand, I do see like cancel culture. I've been on a tear this week. I've just been like, nah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm telling this person what I think of them. Like so many high school acquaintances, I have just been fucking. Well, that's what shit. But you see, that's what you should do. You should talk. Like for me personally, like I don't think that there, there are certain people that I might not delete you from my Facebook, even though a normal person probably would to save themselves from a headache, I might keep you on there just to show you that I can at least keep coming back to you. But I'm not going to stop for telling you or I'm not going to hold back from telling you that you're wrong. I'm going to tell you that you're wrong and that you're a piece of shit right now, because that is what needs to be done. And then if you want to delete me, you can. Um, But I'm going to be there for when you come back and you say something else again. And I'm going to say, look, this is what I believe. And you go after them that way. Um, I personally, I, I don't blame anybody else for deleting people, but it's it just kind of seems like when I delete somebody, I almost feel like I'm not going to be able to possibly change somebody's mind here. And as I said, there's people that are just beyond uh, being able to, to help in regards to this. But I, I still, I don't know. I, I definitely think like the canceling of like Dolls Kill is a great thing because fuck them. And, you know, they were a piece of shit company anyways. Stuff like that where there where people are really like really finally starting to call out companies that they're obviously just, you know, doing this to it's it's all performative. They're just doing it to kind of save face for some stupid shit they've done. Like anthropology also has gotten called out by former employees oh, for yeah. being uh, completely racist and having code words for black people when they come in there. I think that absolutely needs to be done. And that part of the cancel culture is very necessary for this revolution that we're going through because otherwise if we don't do that then it's not going to actually change but on that like there is a somewhere of a ground for me where i'm like you know not everybody in my opinion or in my friends group is going to be canceled because i do think some people 
still can be saved <laughs> you know it's like i still oh yeah no i mean we're, we're getting away, like away from that a little bit like yeah absolutely i mean i still stand by you know everything that we said on this before about about um you know making sure that like people are you know it is okay it's crazy to me that so much of our own uh behavior and how many of our like how many of the, the, these ideas I'm starting to realize like we are meeting these fucking same conspiracy th theory people. Like we were letting them set the stage for this and these ideas, like everything about, um, you know, let's say like it, it college campuses and free speech stuff and people talking about, uh, using social justice warrior as pejorative and things like that. Um, and, uh, especially like cancel culture, like all of these things are inherently in like a frame that I, you know, I've come to see kind of is working better on them. Cause I was having this, like, I was thinking about this earlier. I think we were, me and Brie were talking about this like literally today. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this today um, because I wanted to, uh, uh, you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, what I did uh, <laughs> off the air. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> uh, it, the idea of like being not the like fuck that like I'm not a snowflake like I can he I can see other people's like quote unquote opinions and like you know and fight them on that press them on it you know but I'm not like running away from the conversation by right. by deleting them and stuff like that right and the more it's like okay like and then I say okay I'm not like this person is not somebody that that was like an idea that kind of took hold. I want to say probably around 2016, you know, as things were kind of really kicking into high gear about that before. Oh God, what great days those were. <laughs> and then it's like it, this it's idea. So okay. There is a significant amount of people who just are not here to listen or learn anything. And so don't fucking get your blood pressure up uh, every time you do this. Cause that is just not, sustainable like you know fuck it like they are beyond saving and then there was kind of the like leave just kind of like tune it out and then you know more recently i'm coming fully around to like wait why did i let them say oh okay like liberals are snowflakes and then deliberately go against that when it's just all such bad faith horseshit like they are literally the ones trying to stamp out the first amendment um meaning government censoring uh you know speech in, in its uh, own way and they are i mean the biggest fucking babies out of like all of these groups that we're talking about and it's just like damn i i just i feel silly forever meeting them on those terms so i say yeah fuck it and fuck those people like make sure they know why they're not in your life and uh just fucking get rid of them like you will be happier for it afterwards and it's not about trying to learn because look we've been going through this shit for i mean a good it well for a very long time but in the last four years if you haven't decided to learn something yet and to know, 
if you're still you still need time to kind of work through this if white people are still really just okay i need a minute to just grapple with all this racism i'm learning about i'm so exhausted and it's like nah i'm not i'm not accepting that right. as an excuse anymore yeah this has been fucking raging in our eyes every day for years it has been completely impossible to avoid these conversations or why people are talking about what they're talking about why they're angry like everything is political right and i have no tolerance or patience for somebody who still has not made it at least to this like bare minimum threshold of giving a shit right and if you have gone through these four years and like you're fine nothing's happened to you or you're in a or you think that uh, you're doing a great. class or category yeah or you think things well i mean if you think things are great like no no like that's i'm not really talking to them because like i said i've completely dismissed you um as people i have no interest in in getting to know you or any kind of redeeming value um that you might have at that point but if you think like if you still need time to kind of figure some stuff out you're not sure and oh well you know they think this and they think that like mm, no i'm sorry i i just i'm done with it i fucking well, yeah. decided on that so. there was this really good uh i guess it was taken from somebody's um twitter and it was it was amazing because what we have seen very recently is obviously uh right-wing media outlets and and when it's trying to really uh, use people like Candace Owens or, of course, very wealthy black celebrities who probably never or in a, not in a very, very long time ever really experienced. Mostly Candace Owens. Mostly Candace Owens, but using like Morgan yeah. Freeman and Lil Wayne, who was a millionaire when he was like 14 or whatever, you know, using them to come on and be the voice of people trying to say that there's no such thing as racism while ignoring all of the the majority and and very other like a lot of very educated black people that have many reasons why there is all of this racism this was a his name was joshua peace i think that's how i'm saying is a p-e-a-s-e he says if you're a white person who thinks all this racism talk is getting out of hand hold on the screen turned on let me getting out of hand and you're too quick and you're quick to post a video of a famous black person agreeing with you but won't read a book from a black person with a phd in their field disagreeing with you then you aren't trying to learn you are just weaponizing black voices to confirm your own bias that like it's just you know hammer yeah. on that so exactly and if like i if you're just figuring this out like i i'm sorry it's too late it is just too fucking late i mean i mean it, it, it's just so fucking blatant like everybody you have access to a computer and google like it, it, yeah no that, that that's that's it man i'm sorry I, i'm getting myself a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit a little bit too worked out because i it's just been so i've just been so fucking angry like angry these past two weeks watching everything going on and how little i mean there's there's this combination of anger and like god damn it like just watching she uh, makes me angry well going like going back to what you were talking about earlier just watching all of this fucking fear-mongering conspiracy theories these fucking people trying to infiltrate like the you know the autonomous zone 
and do that. There's people who are just getting fucking beaten over there. And I've just seen video after video of like straight up, like the, I, I saw white supremacists, like, uh, white supremacists and they like, you know, beat the shit out of somebody and the cops are just there like watching, you know, P cops taking pictures with like people in clan hoods and stuff like that. Like how fucking like deep Dude, the rot is sorry. at every level. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't want to like get off topic, but I definitely want to talk about these these hangings that have fucking been happening all over the place too. Yeah, uh, let's <laughs> pick that up another time. Okay, uh, because that's fucking brutal. But the fact that we're not constantly hearing about them, I mean, ooh, I could go off for another fucking twenty minutes on that. But yeah, no, it's yeah, and I mean, it's not that. I say call it what it is because there's no other fucking explanation. And to oh yeah, like, it absolutely is. Dial what it that seems like yeah, and and to to dial that back is just no, no. Oh okay. Um. Uh fuck. What was my uh what was my last point? Uh. I, oh well, I you know I did some great. Uh, you were talking about high some great reading, yeah. but I do want to recommend uh to everybody because I, it, to me what i saw was like this is the most the way i put it is i thought it was the most accessible piece of writing that like really laid out the scope of the serious problems uh that we have in policing that i think most people just going about their day are not aware of and it was it's uh it was a medium post it was very it was long a good like 20 minute read and it was from a former cop who talks about like what it was like going through the structure, how policing actually works like on their end um, and how like it's a absolutely a structural problem. Like it's not, they don't make it possible to be like a good apple as they say, because it's, they're all like from the very start, like from the academy, they fucking punish rats like no other. And, um, I mean, this kind of ties into, have you seen, uh, Chappelle's, uh, like eight, special eight, that he put up on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, it kind of, it kind of, it ties back to that and some of the issues that he was talking about with, uh, with Chris Dorner, who tried to be a good cop and like, and, and report his, uh, report his, uh, partner. And he was ousted for that. You know, they, it's, it's the, yeah, dude, that guy, remember that fucking... guy, they, they, they made him out to be, Oh, I remember, yeah, I remember him well. but I remember thinking like a couple people said, cause I, it's obvious, like when he's on the run, he's doing this stuff, he's a crazy, he's, he's unhinged. He's just this like nutty guy. But I remember a couple people like actually praising him. And at the time I didn't really know like what was going on or I, I, I guess I just didn't really like see it for what it was, but it was like, holy shit, this is some like crazy movie type, like guy actually showing what it takes to stand up against the corruption in the police force like this is the level that you have to go like, to yeah to i don't want to lionize him too much because he also did some fucking horrible shit that i do not agree with like, like what I, going around killing like family members and stuff like that that's like that's true kinda, yeah, yeah of course yeah i yeah. don't yeah i'm not yeah okay sorry do not condone i'm not that. even trying to i'm not even trying i'm really not trying to advocate that because like you know what i have seen in this past i think this just came out yesterday yeah it's definitely but, not um, advocating it's just there was that that's what he had to do that's what he felt that he had to do to like to say like so you're right it goes to the point that you can't really speak out against police you can't 
and they're do they're trying to uh put this narrative out there that the protests are there and that the police's lives are in danger and then two cops were killed um in uh oh i want to say uh like bay area or something like that and um oh, fuck i'll have to look this up but um two cops were killed and you know just right after that every police union in the country just ran with this going like okay this is this is dangerous like we need to break these protesters up they were just using that to keep pushing for it and they were, you know just get even more brutal and uh turns out it was a boogaloo uh dude one of these you know crazy uh yeah. conspiracy groups mm -hmm. uh ones that are trying to bring about a uh, a race war that's their whole thing and uh, they decided he was going to go out. And also, this guy was a former cop. He was uh, going to go out. He killed two cops, and he was trying to stoke, like, the, you know, people just openly kicking off, like, uh, you know, armed conflict in the street. Like, that is their goal. And seeing how many uh, clips from all over the country of, like, people who i mean somebody was just shot in new mexico today uh it was like a i don't know proud boy type figure he went and he uh just started like beating beating people up in the crowd and the cops are just kind of watching him you know and then uh the crowd like tried to stop him and he pulls out a gun and he shoots somebody what and it's like yeah oh man that's like the it, first, there is just that's the first uh, that's happened so far, right? Somebody actually opening fire. No, there's there's been a bunch of people. Fucking Newport Beach, a guy fucking pulled a gun on protesters well, and shit like he, that. He didn't shoot anybody like, though, right? Like no, he didn't shoot so anybody. This, but this yeah, no, that happened. Shot. That happened there. There's a there's a few different stories that I know of, and there might be more of like white supremacist militias that are going out and just straight killing people. Like what you were talking about earlier, there's, there is, I've seen multiple videos of cops who are going on social media, finding people who are at the protest and then arresting them, you know, a couple days after and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not kidding, man. This shit is fucking so dangerous and they are ignoring the shit. And so it's like, we can't stop talking about this yeah, because it's the fucking, and well, I'm not going to say, I can't say do something right? either, because that's literally not safe Yeah, for me to do on a, on a thing that goes out online. Right. Like, that's the point that we're There's at. There's a level of responsibility you know? here that, that, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I, I get what you're saying. It's very tough to figure out how to go about this because it's a dangerous situation either which way. Um, but you know, uh, fuck, dude. Yeah. I, yeah. No, it's 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 fucking hard to talk about. You know. So since we're rounding out the hour, or we're just past the hour, I did want to get to talking about what um, the experience that somebody had in the mental uh, area in our mental health area with. It was a terrible, frightening story. What he told me, and I, I want to save it for later because I want to go more into detail with that. So remind me next uh, time to bring that up. But um, you know, before we kind of you know get everything, anything done here, I did want to say something. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on to that before we started uh, closing up here? Uh, no, I would just want to say um, 
you know, uh, check out this uh, Confessions of a Former Bastard Cop. Yes, that's um, great. It's a post that went viral on Medium. I shared it on my social media. I'll try to uh, throw some links out to it, but it is a great piece of writing that's very kind of quick to go through, but is like a crash course in all the issues that are being discussed. And uh, it's it's a great primer to realize, hey, we absolutely need to get rid of the police as we know it we like and it sounds to a lot of people that sounds insane and there's a lot of people who will not look or think or bother to talk to anybody who's been doing the research the writing and the work going into this for decades and decades so that is a good a great start to get you going on your way there and then as a follow-up um there's this uh there's a book called our prisons obsolete by uh, activist and writer Angela Davis. And that is probably a good follow-up to that, to kind of get caught up to speed. And, um, you know, just to kind of tie some of those last points together and that, like, the being a good person, the spirituality, the promoting love and shit like that, to me, that doesn't mean anything without well, let me tell you and right now okay. it's 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 i mean there's so much suffering going on live in front of us on camera with very little recourse and the absolute least any of us who are not being actively targeted by it can do is get up to speed on that yeah. that's the absolute least until we get out there and do some more uh-huh. and we need to talk to each other yeah. and we need to get this get it around there and, and, and start to turn the tide. Yeah. And, you know, the opinions are, are shifting at, uh, very quickly. And, and I'm sorry, I, this is, this is, it's getting to me a little bit. So well, I'm, I got to say not, something uh, real speaking on it quite as eloquently as I normally No, would, I got to say but. something that's perfect to that point. And it was something that Emily just posted and I reshared it right now. It's hilarious. It's uh, a tweet by this guy named Corey Phillips. It says, fake hippie kids that drop acid and talk about the fractal geometric patterns of the universe, but then say all lives matter because we are all one will, and will never achieve nirvana. Or that we are all... No, wait. It just says... <laughs> talk about the geometric patterns of the universe, but then say all lives matter because we are all one. We'll never achieve nirvana. Get your privileged little patchouli perf- perfumed Papadocio listening asses out of the Dharma and come down from performative woke mountain so you can help end racism with the rest of us. <laughs> thank you. I, I butchered that thank a little you. bit, but thank, oh, it's because it was so funny. No, that really, yeah. Really, that's it. Thank you. I'll let you have the last word on that. Yeah. So definitely, that was like that it. was what my last word was going to be as well. So I'm glad we ended on the same thought. It just got me excited when you started talking about that because I am noticing that as well. You know, uh, get real, guys. This is we're living in this. You know, this is this is like the time. This is where you put up or shut up. This is where you got to stand in and make a stand and and do something. Um, even if it's it's going out and sharing information, donating, using your voice to speak out against this stuff, you can't just stay silent because, you know, everything is political. Every action you do make at this time is political. And by not choosing not to do something, you are choosing the side of the oppressor. So, uh, yeah, it, don't be on the wrong side of history, guys, is all I got to say. Um, and with that, I don't have anything uh, to promote. Uh, and... Mm. 
I do not either. So, you know, other than that, just, just those, uh, that reading I talked about, you know, uh, maybe donating to the, uh, people's city council fund, um, in LA. Uh, I think I mentioned that, uh, last time, uh, there's a lot of great places to spread money around if, uh, you know, you're looking for other ways to help. Well, that's good because I just sold my, uh, black lives matters, um, painting that I did. And I'm going to be donating the money to an organization. And I do need to know, I was kind of looking to see what the best thing was, uh, if it was still for the bailout programs or if it was for, for something else that it could go towards. But I think a lot of those, I think a lot of those funds are actually like just overflowing right. with money from donations right now. Right. That's kind of what um, I figured being. So there's, yeah, there's some better spaces, I think, maybe to allocate funds. I'll, I'll, I'll check in. Cool. Yeah. So also, yeah, I guess that's one thing I can promote. Go ahead and check it out. It's on any one of the social media platforms, even the Let It Bleed one. I, I pretty, I'm quite proud of it, actually. Uh, did you happen to see it? I don't think I caught it. Actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, go check it out. It's called Solidarity. It just came to me um, after being inspired, you know, from, uh, you know, the positive aspect of the protests that I've seen when I went out and just seeing a lot of the positive things that are going on, uh, like in LA, uh, when friends were there, like during the, especially since pride has been going on, you know, it's, it's really cool to see how people have really made it a fun and, you know, dance party that like, you know, is for the cause too. And, and bringing the good energy out there as well. Uh, something that really, uh, yeah, definitely inspired me. So, Go ahead and check it out. But other than that, I've got nothing. Just go ahead and follow uh, Let It Bleed. Subscribe if you have not already. Like us and follow us on all the social media platforms. Check me out on Facebook or Instagram at Stuff with three Fs. Phil, where could they find you? Uh, nobody cares, Phil, on Instagram. And Phil, nobody cares on Twitter, where I've been talking a lot there. So, to continue this conversation, yeah, go ahead and hit me up on that. Cool. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Get out there, take a stand, uh, be on the right side of history, guys. And as always, let it be.